This is Seattle's Morning News. This is Dave Ross. The jury in the case of former police officer Kim Potter has adjourned for the holiday in Minneapolis without coming to a verdict. This is a difficult case. Let's talk with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna, our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So clearly, she was remorseful that she pulled a gun instead of a taser and killed Dante Wright, who she'd stopped for a, a traffic violation. But she is charged with manslaughter. So how is the prosecution attempting to prove that? I think they're one of the facts that the prosecution is counting on is that this is not just, you know, an everyday person we're talking about. Ms. Potter was a highly trained police officer who took annual firearms training every year, including training on, you know, not mistaking your, uh, you know, your Glock for your taser. Uh, So I think that uh, the negligence here ties back to her extensive training. Uh, and there's less less excuse for her under that charge for drawing the wrong weapon and shooting Mr. Wright. So if she had just been a rookie first day on the job, this would have been it would have been considered differently. I think it's possible that it would be viewed differently if she hadn't had that training. Yeah, because uh, there's less excuse for her you know, to make a mistake. It looks like negligence, like she didn't take the split second you would expect to make sure she was holding her taser and not her gun. The evidence is she was holding her 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 pistol for about five seconds before she discharged it, but somehow she failed to recognize she was holding, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the handgun and not the taser. Now, I know her defenders are arguing that Dante Wright, the victim, was trying to get away. He was not complying. Does that help her case at all? I I don't think it helps her case very much. What does help her case is the evidence. And there's conflicting evidence on this, but but the defense claims that she was concerned that her colleague, uh, a police sergeant who was on the other side of the car, uh, Officer Potter was on the driver's side close to Mr. Wright. The other officer was on the passenger side, was leaning in the window. And the defense claims that Officer Potter was was concerned that Mr. Wright, who was in the process of driving away, was going to injure Sergeant, you know, because he was leaning in the car at the time. But also the fact that she testified that she, in fact, tended to intended to use a taser, which is not a lethal weapon. Doesn't that indicate that she did not, in fact, think this was that much of a threat? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, she she was trying to prevent him from driving off. Uh, if he was starting to drive off and he was hit with a taser, you'd think that would make the situation even more dangerous. But I guess the, the, the theory is that intent to draw the taser means she did not intend to kill him because tasers are not normally fatal when they're when they're used. Um, but that leaves the problem that she did not, in fact, draw her taser, but instead her Glock and um, you know, held it for five seconds and then fired it. Now, you know, it's easy for us to armchair quarterback this because we weren't in the situation. We weren't in the moment. Um, and it was obviously a stressful situation. Mr. Wright was pulled over because there was an outstanding warrant on a weapons charge. And, uh, officer Potter said she believed he might have a gun. So that uh, created more tension in the situation, but cutting against that again is the fact she was extensively trained on the use of force and on how not to confuse a taser with uh, a handgun. So if she had argued that she, in fact, did intend to use deadly force because she genuinely felt 
that her colleague, Sergeant Johnson, who had been leading to the window, was in danger, even though I know the testimony came out that uh, he was not, in fact, in danger. But if she had fired on that basis, truly believing her colleague was in danger, would that have helped? I, I don't think so, because the evidence doesn't appear that strong that Mr. Wright really presented a, a threat uh, uh-huh. at that point. Uh, so I, I don't think she would have been justified in using her her handgun instead of her taser. And in fact, she didn't argue that. She didn't yeah. argue that, well, it's okay because if I'd used my, if I'd meant to use my handgun, it would have been allowable because it was a self-defense situation. That's not what happened. Okay, so how do you think the jury's going to come down on this? Uh, I think it's really hard to say. The jury is apparently really struggling to reach unanimous verdict. Uh, they've asked the judge after their first full day of deliberations what they should do if they can't reach a verdict. That's not what you want to hear from a, a jury that's only been deliberating for one day. But it does signal very deep divisions within the jury. And uh, they're going to be released for Christmas. They'll come back on the 27th of December, and the judge is going to have them keep going, which, of course, is, is the right decision by the judge. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Dave.